0: Thank you very much. Hello. Uh, I'd first like to thank the Pro Vice Chancellor, Powell, for his very kind introduction, and for those responsible for this afternoon for inviting me to become a part of it. I grew up just a few minutes away from here, and Portsmouth is the scene of some of my very first memories. It's where I learned to walk, it's where I learned to talk. Uh, It's not where I learned to ski, but I guess you can't have everything. Uh, But it was a very formative place for me. So I could spend the next few minutes telling stories about my work, uh, that is, leading journeys in the coldest parts of the world. I could talk about chasing penguins across the Arctic, wrestling polar bears, and leaping 20-foot-wide high chasms. But apart from the fact that I've never strictly done any of those things, it's not really the point. Uh, It's not the point of today. Today is about celebrating what you've worked hard for and, more excitingly, what you're about to do with it. Many of you will now have reached the ends of your formal, structured, educational journeys. You now have to jump out into the wider world and make a go of it. I want you to think about one thing in particular as you start to make decisions. What you're going to do, where you're going to do it, and why, and for how long, and with whom. It's all too easy to step onto an accepted conveyor belt of life milestones. Graduate. Intern for a few months. Graduate recruitment scheme. The long work ladder. Then retirement at the age that you're told to do so. Sure, this works. It's one way of doing it. But it's not the rule. It's not written anywhere in stone. We're entering a new era where compulsory life stages, particularly surrounding our working lives, simply no longer exist. This isn't scary. The safety net is gone, but you must see it as freedom. You have an entirely blank canvas, and you now have a top education to use as a very springy springboard to launch you right towards that blank canvas. Whether you hit that canvas headfirst, whether you land gracefully, or you end up backwards ripping the canvas in half while screaming, that was quite a ride, is up to you. And that's the crux. It is up to you what you create, why you create it, when you start doing it, when you decide to stop. The only thing that you really control is your time. We only get half a dozen or so decades of adult life, and you must realize from the very start that you own that time, no one else. I'm not even going to suggest the best ways of doing that. My life, frequently sat huddled in a tent at minus 40 degrees, may well not appeal to you at all. In fact, sometimes it doesn't even appeal to me, particularly when I'm the one actually sat in that freezing, noisy tent. If you want to get out there and play the markets and get rich, do it. If you want to help people through science and engineering, do it. If you just want to create things purely for their own sake, and because we as humans have the remarkable gift of being able to do things just for the hell of it, do it. But whilst you're taking on life, do so with your eyes open and with a free, clear mind. Don't be railroaded on things how, you, on how things used to be done. The status quo is good only as a name of a pretty ropey 80s rock band and not as a mantra through which to live a life. I mentioned not only what you do, but who you choose to surround yourself with. It's here that you make your biggest decisions in how you choose partnerships and teams. Someone once told me, someone with the most extraordinary judgment, that you must find the gaps in your own skills and fill those gaps with the skills of other people. Don't pick the weak or the easy to lead or carbon copies of yourself just to make it easier. Create teams for what they're designed to do, achieving more than you can do on your own and for sharing the experience with. Finally, before I stop rabbiting on and give you all a chance to actually graduate, I I want a show of hands. Who noticed something I said earlier that didn't sound quite right. A few hands. Yeah, okay. We're doing quite well. Good, a few hands. Hopefully you'll have noticed that I talked about chasing penguins across the Arctic. If you watched too many David Attenborough documentaries at uni when you should have been revising for your exams, you'll know that there are no penguins in the Arctic. But what does this mean? It means question everything. Not for its own sake or just to be difficult. Even from someone like me stood up here with a brightly coloured robe on. Question everything because you are curious about the truth and in finding it. Perhaps take those ideas into the world with you and see what you can do with them. Thank you very
1: much.
2: With BBC
0: Radio Solent.
2: I somehow feel our next guest will have done well at Sports Day. His name is Alex Hibbert. He's a world record breaking polar traveller, swapping his ski jacket for a gown today as he's set to receive an honorary degree from the University of Portsmouth. Uh, Alex has skied further on unsupported Arctic journey than anyone else in history. Extraordinary. He's on the line now. Alex, a very good morning.
1: Good morning, Julian. Thank you very much for having me on. I'm looking at the CV
2: here. Crikey. <laughs> In July 2008, you completed your 1,374-mile, 113-day long-haul trek. Um, that,
1: where, and just explain what you did. Well, that was a, an extremely long camping holiday after my, after my degree, yes. Uh, my, my friend George and I decided we were going to set out onto the Greenland ice sheet and basically to see if, uh, how far we could ski, to see if it was possible to ski nearly 1,400 miles. Um, and the answer is that we found out that just about, yes, it is. Um, that was quite, quite an exciting way to spend uh, my first few months after graduating from uh, my university. And
2: you've done so many things. You, you've you spent, uh, what, nearly half a year living with Polar Eskimos, an ongoing dark ice project. You're, I know, a prolific public speaker as well. Um, so, amazing.
1: That's right. I, I I like to spend a lot of my time keeping busy. And also, I, I feel that if I'm going to call myself... Uh, a polar traveller I actually need to be on the ice as much as I possibly can be so I make sure that every year uh, I have a project of some sort set up whether it's a, a large or a small one.
2: Right and uh, a finalist in the BBC Wildlife Photographer of the Year three times
1: That was that was, that was quite a while ago actually I, I really need to uh, put some more entries in, uh, <laughs> in in the next couple of years actually.
2: Yeah okay right Because like, you see I'm going down the CV here just thinking <laughs> you've done more in your lifetime uh, amazing. Can, can I ask a cheeky question Alex how old are you? Um, I'm 31. Right, so you've done a, an awful lot in your 31 years. And today to you're, get, in, yeah. <laughs> you're going to add a, a doctorate uh, at the University of Portsmouth. Give me a bit of background to this and,
1: and how did you find out? That's right. I, I found out a couple of months ago and I was, I was incredibly surprised but very, very honoured to hear that um, the university were going to uh, offer me this. Um, I, I grew up in, in Portsmouth. All of my earliest memories are from Portsmouth. And although I'm based in London now, I do often you know, come down to see family and, uh, and still consider it very much... My home, so it was a wonderful surprise when I first heard that I was going to be uh, going to be receiving this today.
2: That's good. Alongside, excuse me, Sir Ben Ainsley and actor Hugh Dennis.
1: That's right. I'm I'm, I'm a very lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> and have you got to make a speech? I will be making a short speech. Yes, after receiving uh, the, the degree. That's right. Yeah. Right. Have you written it? um i have uh, i've have, i've have a fairly good idea of what i'm going to say yes
2: <laughs> well look, let's have a quick summary now um what do you want to say to to people this morning about this doctorate and to to i suspect uh, people who know you in the, in our part of the world
1: well i think really the main thing is to, uh, is to show that wherever you wherever you come from and whatever you do it's a case of just trying to put in a lot an awful lot of hard work because today really apart from me coming up and getting my uh my, my honorary doctorate it's about uh, you know hundreds of people uh graduating in their own degrees which they've spent years doing so my message is going to be more for them rather than me actually and it's about taking what they have now out into the big wide world and doing the maximum with it they possibly can.
2: Beautifully put, Alex. Have a great day today. Great to Thank have you very you. much. Great to have you on the show uh, this morning uh, and all the Thank very you. best. Very kind. Uh, Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Alex Hibbert uh, walking off with that honorary uh, degree at University of Portsmouth a little bit later on, 8.29. Sports days.
0: Well, we've reached the end of today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We're still in the early stages of this podcast, so please, please, if you enjoyed it, spread the word via social media or even through old-fashioned word of mouth. Don't forget to subscribe so my next podcast appears automatically for you. Of course, you can follow whatever I'm up to on Twitter, at Alex Hibbert, via my website, which is alexhibbert.com. And finally, my books are available online, in bookstores, or direct from my website. Thanks so much again for climbing aboard in the early stages of my podcast, and I'll have the next one with you as soon as I can.